At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Number two of Easton's prime time action from the South Point Hotel Casino right here in Las Vegas. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin hanging out. A whole bunch of baseball going on, uh, including that uh, that horrible thing uh, in Chicago with Chris Bassett where he gets hit with the line drive and had to get carted off the field. And uh, from a baseball standpoint, right after that, the White Sox dinged the uh, athletics for five runs. So five to nothing in that one in the top of third, but hardly the... Uh, the most important thing happening in that game. Kelly, the other uh, scores, sir. Yes, the uh, Cubs still up on the Reds, but the Reds have, uh, was that Castellanos with a solo shot? Yep. Matt? So two to two to one now. We are in the top of the seventh. Uh, Cubs minus 180. Reds plus 150 if you did want to get in there at this point. Uh, Braves and Marlins, score, uh, Marlins scoreless in the bottom of the seventh. Uh, that is still Marlins minus 120. Braves minus 110. Live numbers. The Brewers... They get two nothing over the Cardinals. Top of the fourth, uh, you can get seven to one on the Cardinals there, and eight and a half is the live total. Rockies get on the board early in the first inning against the Padres. That is one to nothing. Bottom of the first, Rockies minus one seventy live. Padres plus one forty, and twelve and a half is the updated total. Uh, Yankees still with a two nothing lead over the Red Sox. Top of the sixth, the Yankees minus eight hundred live. Red Sox plus five twenty five. 
and three and a half your live total. Uh, Angels and Tigers all tied up at two, top of the sixth. Tigers minus 145 live. Angels plus 115 and seven and a half the total. Rays eight, Orioles nothing, Gil. We like that, top mm-hmm. of the sixth. Mariners and Rangers, that is 1-1, bottom of the third. Rangers minus 120 live. Mariners minus 110, eight and a half the total. And White Sox, like you said, 5 nothing over the A's. That came into the top of the third now. The A's 11-1 live. And 11 and a half is your live total. Indians and Twins scoreless in the bottom of the third inning. The Astros with a one nothing lead over the uh, Royals in the bottom of the third. Astros minus 250 live. Royals plus 200 and seven and a half the total. Nationals still with that big lead over the Blue Jays. Eight to three, top of the sixth inning. Just seeing a live total up right now, 13 and a half. By the way, the other, the other thing we're, you know, we're just talking to Drew Densick, and I want to revisit that before we get into the 32 teams and 32 shows, but we're just talking about how, and I think it's the single biggest gambling point that can be made tonight, which is, you know, people have been trained into this construct of season win totals where you bet them before the season starts, then you sit back and you watch to see if your season win total pray, gets home. And pray that you <laughs> run pure one way or the other, right. whichever way it is. Yes. But there's, there's two much more savvy ways to attack it. One, there is the alternate season win total market, which again, he said, and I completely agree with him, there is so much efficient in bookmaking, there are very few things that are not. And one of the things that I agree with Drew on is those alternate season win totals they are not correctly priced. So they, I, we had him on what a couple months yes. ago to talk about that. I thought mm-hmm. he gave a great talk on great that. Great answer. And really was he was saying, look at look at really the the over or the under. If you're getting plus two hundred on any any of those, he was talking about how, how he was interested in looking at them. Right. right now, just said the unders because of things that can happen. Even more value there. Correct. Because to think that the to think that a, a incremental change is precisely priced like that, it's way, way, the pendulum swings way too far on the pricing. And then the other thing is, is that as the season goes on, and we talked about this last year, right, when Danielle was saying, hey, we have adjusted season windows to DraftKings, that never used to exist in legalized jurisdictions, right? right? It's yeah. a brand new thing. So, like, you don't have to bet a certain team right now. Wait till their schedule is about to turn either to the good or the bad and then bet it accordingly. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to look at those, and, and that's what Drew is, you know, hitting at. you got to look at schedules. I think if you're going to make those bets, you know, bets right now, look at those schedules because you might have a better opportunity after week three or week two, and that's, uh, you know, that could, that could be pretty obvious, but I think those, I, I've, I haven't made any, uh, I think I've made one win total bet so far, but those are all, the alternate win total stuff I'm still going to look into. I do I do think there's some, some good value there on some of those teams. And speaking of alternate stuff, you know, here we have the here we have the Rays in a, in a money line parlay, and again, they're crushing the Orioles 8 to nothing. We, you know, in retrospect, you know how we should be betting some of these? Alternate run lines. So I was thinking about that last night. Like, so forget the minus one and a half. Like, we should be banging minus three and a halfs and minus four and a halfs and seeing what kind of plus money we can get on that. Because as I'm about to do, just go through the Orioles' uh, runs given up and during this losing streak. It's ridiculous. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. It's Veasan's prime time action right here uh, on Veasan. Uh, not on, not on our standard yes. uh, outlet this week. Um, but real quick before we get to thirty-two teams and thirty-two shows, here's Baltimore's twelve-game losing streak, plus the eight runs tonight. You ready for this? These are run totals they've given up: six, six, five, nine, twelve, ten, ten, thirteen, eight, sixteen, six, nine, eight, and eight is pending. Come on, what are we doing? 
We should be alternate. No, you're right. Like, yeah. like we should be laying two oh. and a half. And here's this from Stats by Stats. Always with the good stuff. Uh, this is last night after their nine to two loss to the Rays last night. The Orioles have now lost twelve straight games. It'll be thirteen to nine, all by multiple runs. Their their minus seventy seven run differential updated to the moment minus eighty five in the losing of thirteen straight. If that holds up tonight. In that span, ties the worst in a 12-game span. The minus 77 ties the worst in a 12-game span in the modern era, matching the 77 Braves. Name a 77 Brave. Biff Pokoroba. 1936 Athletics. I think they're in Philly. And the 1901 Reds. I believe you remember the 1901 Reds. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know what? It doesn't break my rule, Matt, if we can't cite anything from, from the 1800s. So I guess 1901, you're still okay. I'm pretty sure Biff Pokoroba played for the 77 so Braves. What, what, Someone so check what on that. Yeah, listen, as long as we can, is there, if there's an old in front of someone's name. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like every golf record is yeah. old Tom. Old someone. Old, yeah. old Tom Morrissey. Yeah. Or so I forget his name. Old yeah, yeah. But Tom, the, uh, yeah. So what are you, we're about to be 13 games. We're at minus 85. That is incredible. The, That's oh. incredible. It's incredible. Circling, just to put a bow on that, on the uh, alternate unders, specifically alternate unders, uh, Gil, it's like you look at these teams from last year, and and basically if you're looking to bet an under, and the reason we're saying like just at least look at that alternate under, uh, run, uh, under is because something likely went wrong somewhere. So let's look at the Bengals. Th- four wins, right? Mm-hmm. Burrow goes down. You right. know, you look here, and you see the, the Denver Broncos. Played five different quarterbacks last year. All kinds of problems with going on there. Eagles end up having to play Jalen Hurts. Everything's going to Cowboys. Dak Prescott goes down. They only have six wins last year. You go down to the you, you go down and you look at the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, all kinds of problems across the board with the Falcons on the defensive side of the ball. Couldn't keep could hardly even field eleven defenders. Hardly they were so injured on the defensive side of the ball. Then you go down 49ers. Only six wins. 49ers, of course, one of the most injured teams there is in all of the NFL. So you you're most likely if one of these teams you're kind of leaning towards is going to go under anyway, it, it's probably because something went majorly, majorly wrong. That's and so, yeah. so you just kind of look and you can you can literally, like this is just off the top of my head, all these teams last year that we can just yeah. bam, 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 bam. Broncos, bam, bam. COVID, right? Yeah. And they're all in the same room, the quarterbacks. Uh, you're rooting for mayhem, basically, with those mm-hmm. alternate unders. I, um, yes. I just looked up uh, the uh, some of the alternate run lines for the Dodgers-Pirates tonight. Uh-huh. I think we're betting it right based off of some oh, of the really? value here. How about Dodgers minus three plus one fifteen? Ah, well, that's the Dodgers. I wonder <laughs> yeah. if it's somebody else. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like minus the okay, so three and a half. Minus plus three is only plus one fifteen. Plus one yeah. forty-five for minus well, three and a half. Because they're a minus three twenty favorite, so it's all derivative, right? right? It right. makes sense. We'll give you. We'll spot you three runs, and we'll only give you plus one fifteen. That's how it works. That's fantastic. All right, you lay up to seven and a half at DraftKings. That's five to oh, one. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. That's five to one. That's all you get is five to one? That's all you get again. <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> Which brings us, ladies and gentlemen, to our recurring series that's sweeping the nation. 32 teams and 32 shows. Oh, yeah, only two divisions left after this. Last team to get to, though, in the uh, in the NFC West would be the Arizona Cardinals. They finished 8-8 eight and eight last year, third in the very competitive NFC West. They missed the playoffs for the fifth straight season, however. Team scored 30 or more points in six of their first nine games, but only once in their last seven. The offense scored the 13th most points for 10, had the 6th most total yards, the 7th most rushing yards, 4th most rushing touchdowns, but had the most penalties, 113, and the 14th most turnovers with 21. By the way, I'm, uh, 
<laughs> I'm just I'm laughing because I'm 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 feeling sorry for the person who's like, okay, let me thirteenth in this, fourteenth in this. Uh, the defensive line had forty eight sacks, which ranked fourth. So uh, most penalties that that is a thing. One thirteen, and the defensive line had forty eight sacks, which ranked fourth. And of course, JJ Watt added to that defensive line this offseason. Take it away, Mateo. Yeah, well, I mean, if we remember, we were you know kind of following this team pretty heavily in the beginning of the season because the offense was humming up until Thanksgiving and then it all collapsed and you know Cliff Kingsbury another one of those coaches not to the level of an Anthony Lynn or anything but definitely oh, three yeah. or four different times last year yes we had to come in here and go what was he thinking what are you doing what Anthony was he Lynn thinking? Light. yeah and mm-hmm. it was there and you know so he's gonna have to clean that up for sure this year, hopefully, you know, guys smart enough to go in and realize where he went wrong on all that, but had some head scratchers. There's no doubt about that. Now, if you want a positive from this team from last year, for sure, it was Kyler Murray's play. He increased from a 64.2 grade his rookie season up to an 82.8 grade this past season. And again, and that was while playing injured through a lot of that season and free agency, as you mentioned, the big signing go out get J.J. Watt. They signed A.J. Green, hoping they can find the fountain of youth with him. Uh, also looking to find the fountain of youth with Malcolm Butler, uh, having to replace Patrick Peterson, who's out of town now. So Malcolm Butler is in there. They signed James Conner at running back. They signed a safety. Sean Williams is going to see some significant playing time. Brian Winters is a guard. They actually signed, and I never talk about a kicker, but when you talk about a kicker, he's had the success of Matt Prater. They signed kicker Matt Prater. He so, was money this past yeah. week. So this is a, a guy that, you know, is is a significant signing for when you're talking actually like kickers and stuff. They brought in Colt McCoy to back up Kyler Murray as well. The guy continues to just uh, keep getting gigs in the NFL. They traded for center Rodney Hudson as well. They didn't have very many draft picks. They took Zayvon Collins in the first round. He's a linebacker that's going to instantly step in and start for them. Uh, Second round, wide receiver Rondell Moore, who looks like he is also going to instantly step in and start for them. They took a corner in Marco Wilson in the fourth round, but that's really the extent of their draft. And so you look at this, and what does that all equal up to? And according to ESPN, it's just a 21st ranked roster heading into the season. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact with the age of a lot of these guys. Now, if they can kind of resurrect their careers here, if they can kind of get things together and or stay healthy, because that's one of a lot of the problems with several of these guys. You look at an A.J. Green, you look at a J.J. Watt, you look at a Malcolm Ball, you look at a lot of these guys, and you know health is going to be such a major concern for them, and so it's kind of hard to rank this roster as high as it is when it's as old as it is at so many of the important positions out there. Football outsiders, if you look at this last year, DVOA, they were 19th overall offense, this Cardinals team. They were 10th overall defense. And I think that might be a little bit of a shocker to some of the people out there, but they played some pretty good defense last year. But what this all equals up to, according to them, is a mean projection of 7.9 wins. So right at that eight win mark, which of course, as you remember, 17 games this year. So that would be under 500 for this team. They have them as a playoff contender. 30.2% of the time, that is a 9-11 to 11 win team by their metrics, uh, getting there a little under a third of the time for them. They have a Super Bowl winner percentage at 1.2%. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that this team has the ninth toughest schedule in all of the NFL. According to Sharp Football, he has them projected at eight wins as well. So right online with what they've got going on over at Football Outsiders. At Pro Football Focus, they, they tend to agree, 8.3 wins for this Cardinals team. Probably a lot of this has to do, again, with the fact that you do have to bake in some sort of injury stuff with a lot of the very key and important positions that go on here and people taking a, a leap forward and a step forward, and that includes the coach, Cliff Kingsford, that we just talked about. I mean, for being such an offensive guru 
there were certainly some uh, some question marks for his play calling and everything as well. Offensive line, it's actually going to be pretty good leading into this season. One of the things Kingsbury's offense, maybe it's just the way that it's designed and the way that it goes, but he's had two top ten ranking pass blocking offensive lines in uh, in his two seasons there. Now, the run blocking, not so good. Bottom 10, actually, both years that he's been there as well. But that, again, they're running an air raid, so they don't run the ball a ton as it is anyway. DJ Humphreys, their left tackle, was a fifth graded tackle amongst all tackles in football last season at an 88.3 grade. They have a right tackle in Kelvin Beecham, who is your Pretty much your prototypical average, you know, kind of middle of the pack type guy, but that's better than being below average for sure when you're talking offensive linemen. Both guards, Justin Pugh and Justin Murray, both ranked at the top 16 in their position in pass blocking. Same deal, though, kind of struggle in run blocking as well. I told you they traded for Rodney Hudson, who is one of the very best pass blocking centers in all of football. So they've built this offensive line to have a bunch of very good pass blockers because they want to run this offense that they run, which, you know, listen, is you look at these, uh, Kyler Murray, Chase Edmonds, uh, James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, no team brand more 10 personnel last year than the Cardinals. So if you're unfamiliar with how the personnel groupings go, 10 personnel, one running back, zero tight ends, that's the 10, one running back, zero tight ends, four wideouts. No team ran that more, and you can see they want to pass a ton, and they built this offensive line to be good pass-blocking offensive line and 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 go into that. And one of the things that's a, a bonus for them is running that 10 personnel. It was actually by far their highest EPA per play of any of the formations that they ran. Expected points added as EPA, and that was the very best thing they could do. And so they go out, and as we just mentioned, so you've got – DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, and Christian Kirk, if you want to run a bunch of four wideout receiver uh, sets, uh, pretty good four guys to, to have going out there for you. You know, the thing about Kyler Murray we mentioned at the top was they were humming up until Thanksgiving. So seventh best offense EPA in all of football weeks one to eight. Then the injury happens, which, by the way, we were here watching that game live, yes. and we spotted it. We were like, yes. something's not right with mm-hmm. him. And – it fell off a cliff after that. From weeks 9 to 17, it was the 26th-rated offense. So you go from the 7th-rated offense in football to the 26th-rated offense in football. Kyler Murray's arm strength went down. He was reluctant to run because of that injury. There was all kinds of things that added up to the big collapse and the fall-off with this team. And so can they right the ship? Can he stay healthy? Can Cliff Kingsbury call a little bit better of a game? Can he not have those, those, those mental lapses in the middle of the game where – he puts the team behind the eight ball and makes some really bad decisions. Because if you look on the defensive side, there is promise that this could be good, but a lot of it is going to rely on how Chandler Jones was injured. J.J. Watt has been injured a ton. We know that. But you have a defensive line of Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, and Marcus Golden. long as the injuries don't pile up, that trio is, is pretty awesome. All three of those guys have at least 250 quarterback pressures since 2015. All three of them have that since 2015 and and so now you add this and if they can stay healthy and actually you know get pressure on the quarterback with just with the defensive line they won't have to blitz as much because what happened last year with all those injuries and not having the guys out there that could do that Gil they had to blitz at the fourth highest rate in the league and what does that do that leaves your corners in man coverage and if you know one stumble one whatever next thing you know guys going down and, and scoring touchdowns on you and so It's a lot of the cornerback play. Like we said, Patrick Peterson's out of town. Malcolm Butler in. Robert Alford is actually scheduled to start for them right now. He hadn't played a snap since 2018 in the league due to a ton of injuries. And so 
what kind of play are you going to get out of Malcolm Butler and, and Robert Alford? So if you're if you're talking like these guys stay healthy and actually play up to what they can do, and Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt stay healthy and play up to what they can do, the defense actually could be pretty good this year. The problem is is just the injury history amongst all of these guys. The age is getting up there. These guys are getting older, and it's just it's very hard to project and predict them to to stay healthy throughout the course of the season. But I mean, so on brand with this franchise. Yeah, and it's just so you you look and it's like the defense has the potential to to if they can stay healthy and, and play up to what they are. And this offense really to kind of takes that next step again. Kyler Murray, huge leap from rookie season to year two. Does he take an even bigger leap from year two to year three? And stay healthy again with him with that shoulder injury still played pretty well down the stretch. I mean, I, I'm I think I'm a little more bullish on this team than than these projection systems are. But that is again kind of seeing this in rose colored glasses, right? Like I'm looking at right. this through mm-hmm. what could be. And I understand you have to be a realist and you have to understand reality. And you do have a small quarterback that likes to run. He's probably going to get nicked up at some point. You do have JJ Watt who seems to miss two or three or game, four games every single year. Chandler Jones missed a bunch of games. Malcolm Butler's old trying to replace Patrick Peterson. I know there's a bunch of different ways that things could go wrong here, but what if they go right? You know, what if they go right for this team? I think it could be a very interesting team if things do go right. I think there's that, Matt, but also, like, just um, if they were in another division. Like, it's like, how you know, Mm -hmm. how good could they be if they weren't having to battle the Rams, the Seahawks, and the 49ers, like, for six games? Yeah, if you – if you give them a three and three right now, they'll take it. Oh, you know, at, yes. yeah. It's like that's how tough that is. But uh, two things, just want to get back to one. The Cliff Kingsbury point. The Cliff. The Cliff Kingsbury point is this. And I've often said this. It's like if I were hiring an NFL coach, if I was a GM and I was hiring a coach, I, I wouldn't. I, I'd already have him in the room because I'm solid on his X's and O's and his scheming. Right. I, I hope the reason I'm giving him an interview is because of the mechanics of football. But what I would try to ascertain, I'm not sure how I would do this, yeah. but what I would try to ascertain is in-game decision-making from a coach because, let's face it, that's, that determines the outcome of so many of these games. And until Cliff Kingsbury can show otherwise, I just don't buy this team. Yeah. And, and, Kelly, your point then is even actually driven home even more because so the, the margin for error in a division right. like this is, is now even sl- is so yes. slim. You Look at the wind. The, look at this division. I mean, ten and a half, ten and a half, ten and eight and a half. I mean, like, like eight and a half. You're the scrub. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you're you're basically a five hundred team, and you're the scrub it, of the division. You and know? even and even if they were in another division, I would still feel like this team has like one of maybe the greatest variants of like any team that, that we're about to see this right. season. Like a lot of what you just laid out. Like this, could, I feel like this team could end up with. Six wins, or it could end up with twelve. Like yeah. I mean, like I think like either one is. If things ran possible. super pure, yeah, eleven and twelve wins is not out of the realm of, of possibility. I think for a team like if AJ Green gets back to even eighty-five percent of what AJ Green used to be, if Rondell Moore playing in the slot is this gigantic playmaker that they've lacked for so long. Because like, let's face it, Larry Fitzgerald has been a shell of himself for the last yeah. four years, but you can't tell him retire. You know, you can't like make Larry Fitzgerald, the legend of your program, go hey, Larry, retire. Larry, we're, so they just had, had to it, deal man. with him, you know, for the last year. But now you have like a true playmaker stepping in right there. Now your burner, Christian Kirk, to come in in these four wide sets and go stretch the field. I mean, there's they there's a weapons. lot to like. It's just there's a lot that can go wrong. I, I do think, well. and I do think in closing, the Matt Prater point, which was your first point, is a great point. It's the first time I could say this this year. We do not talk about kickers enough. 
we don't. I know it's not sexy because they're right. kickers, but it means but so the much. good ones. Yes, and yeah. Zane Gonzalez from 40 to 49 yards last year was 8 for 13. Mm-hmm. That does not get it done. Matt Prater's huge for this team. We'll come back. We'll update the baseball scores. That's 32 teams, 32 shows. I believe we still have eight left. It's VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. v 
VEASAN's primetime action. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin on a Tuesday night from the uh, South Point. Matt, we haven't talked a lot about your bet tonight, but yours, uh, your, your four and a half, your team total over four and a half on the Reds at a very pivotal moment right at this we have a, juncture. We have a base, a little base is loaded. We did just have a... A strikeout looking, which was not great. Jonathan, we have Joey Votto. Jonathan so. India looking at right down the pipe. But, yeah, Votto with the bases loaded. Pretty good situation to uh, to be in. You couldn't ask for much more than this right a here. Little, uh, a little fun fact for us because we love these here mm-hmm. on the show. I love fun facts. Nelson Cruz, 41 years old, 41 years, 47 days old. Let me guess. Never batted out of the two-hole before. Is now the oldest player with a <laughs> multi-homer game oh, for yeah. the race. Yeah, just wow! Ten, just ten nothing now for us. Oh, yes. So Nelson good. Cruz goes. I, I made a comment before before the game started. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm putting Nelly oh, Cruz in. They the, had Votto in a shift, and he <sighs> just hit it right into it, right into the right through the pitcher. I was like, man, they're they're Nelson Cruz is in the two hole, and Vonder Franco's in the three hole. Like it seems like you know, and who, he gets like two the, jacks out of the two. What do I know? The Rays know obviously. The Rays just know how to win. Yeah, I mean, like that's the Rays know everything. Like, I wonder who the second oldest Ray is to do it. Like Evan Longoria. Like I don't, it's not like it's a storied <laughs> franchise. That's that's probably oh. yeah, that's probably true. Also, 40, 41, 41 years old, and he just is just still just just still just broken. I mean, it's unbelievable. Quick, uh, who hit the most home runs 2010 to 2019 decade, Major League Baseball? Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz, the correct answer. That's one of our that's one of our common trivia questions. Yeah, I've asked. Like it's like if I don't get that right now, then I'm just not paying attention for like a year. I love that question. Twenty ten to twenty nineteen, the decade of who was it? Trout Cabrera? (laughs) No, it's Nelson Cruz. He just. I mean, I I can't believe we just brought up a uh, Larry Fitzgerald part. We didn't drop Larry the Larry Fitzgerald. Do the Larry Fitzgerald trivia. more, More more. Oh man, now I'm dropping. Okay, more tackles than dropped passes in his entire career. Phenomenal. It's a, it's a, it's an incredible Larry Fitzgerald stat and an incredible stat about what the Cardinals franchise has been for like basically the entirety of his time there. Oh, Kelly. The Kings closed the quarter on a 22 to 8 run to lead Boston 24 to 20. That's why we were watching it, and I'm like, Celtics got off to like a 14 to 2 like run to start it with. I'm like, nice, easy money. And then I look every time I look up, Kings are just hitting a three, hitting a three. Who is the oldest player ever with a two home run game? Oldest player ever with a two home run game. Hold, hold, please. Do 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 do. Oh, Julio Franco. Ooh. By a long shot. <laughs> like, not even close. I was going to say, because you forget that sure. he played until he was 46. Yeah, I would have said 47 even. Yeah, he, he played forever. Like, by the time his career ended, you looked at his face and you're like, oh, he's, he's actually an old dude. How, how old was he when he hit the two? 46. 46. He hit two with 46. 46 when he hit two. Carlton Fisk did it twice at the age of 43. Barry Bonds did it a million times at like 42 and 41 and 40. (laughs) If Bonds had played till today, he would still be doing it. Yeah, you know, the peak of his career at 41. The next closest was Carlton Fisk at 43. Julio Franco did it at 46. Since we're uh, since we're just going out with random facts, most underrated Michael Jordan stat of all time. Ready for this? Especially in this era of load management, where all these divas have to take days off. I'm looking at you, Kawhi Leonard. Nine seasons, nine, in which he played all 82 games. 
and a tenth where he played 81. Uh, there's man, there's that one about him. His like playoff points play, uh, minutes per game is like ridiculous. Like because you know, like everybody was gushing over Kevin Durant this uh, this past uh, postseason. Like how you know how many and the Olympics, how, how many minutes he was yeah. playing, and it was like Jordan played like every minute of every game. But here's the thing: if he maybe if they would have load management him, he would be the greatest player of all time instead of the second greatest player behind LeBron. <laughs> Oh. You know, so oh, maybe no. maybe if they would have load management, we're not him, doing. You know, this. like maybe he'd be the greatest player of all time. So think about that. Twitter handles at Brown M two. Yeah, eight to nothing. White Sox. Eight to nothing. White Sox over the Athletics. Jose Abreu three run Jack. Uh, so that one appears to be Dunzo by the bottom of the fourth. Also, uh, yet another blow in a game that again was marred by this line drive to the dome. Of a starter, Chris Bassett. So, um, really. Ace PR with a statement out on that. Chris Bassett is conscious and aware and is on his way to the hospital. We'll provide additional information when possible. Well, that's good news under the circumstances. Yeah, that is very good news. Um, Nationals, 8 3 over the Blue Jays. Yankees still clinging to that 2 0 lead. Uh, Rockies over the Padres, 1 0. Braves over the Marlins, 1 0 in the ninth. Uh, just looking around the room. Uh, we'll come back. We'll uh, we'll discuss among other things. I don't know. Let's uh, let's discuss these uh, first snap things. First uh, game. Will these rookie quarterbacks start in the first game? That and more. Preview of the late night MLB games on Veasan's primetime action. tells me. I was going to talk about the VEASAN College Football Guide, but apparently I'm not supposed to. You can still get it, though. <laughs> All right. You can, you can still, still get, get it. VEASAN.com. Yeah, I was so prepared. You Kelly was. Uh, Kelly didn't think I was that prepared. I didn't think you were ready. I, was ready. I screwed up. I promo promo code. Dude, if you're ready, let's do it. Let's plug promo it. Promo code Geely. Here you it's a lot of hard work. College, college Football Guide. You can get it at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's out now. Expert picks, conference champions, Heisman, hopeful, playoff teams, and power ratings for every team. Once again, Visa.com slash subscribe. In all seriousness, uh, Humans and Crew did a great job with this. It is really, really good. Just So shout out to Matt, Humans and Crew, uh, everybody who participated in that college football betting guide. And uh, the pro football betting guide should be that's, just as fabulous. That's just one of those situations completely on the producer. I, I did not give my guys downstairs heads up, you the heads up. You know, we got distracted by a... Just a great conversation about the drive into Cleveland from the airport. Yeah, that's right. It's just, that's right. Everyone Beautiful is city. just is waiting because we gave them that that awesome tidbit about the oldest to hit two home runs. Mm-hmm. The oldest to hit three home runs. Oh, man. Is, is it not a Barry Bonds? Like... It is not. Barry Bonds is actually not even on the li- uh, in the top ten as far as age wow. for, for three homers. Sammy actually. Sosa. Yeah, I mean, McGuire. Stan Musial at 41 years old. Then Jason Giambi. Oh, of wow. Course. Reggie Jackson, Babe Ruth, A-Rod are the top five. That is an interesting Oldest list. to hit three home runs. Dave Winfield at six. Frank Thomas at seven. A bunch of people. I'm we still know. waiting for Sammy Sosa to be named. I'm yes, waiting. no. Bob Thurman. Oh, Bobby Thurman. Steve Finley and then Nelson Cruz. Steve, Steve Finley? Yes. Wow. Would not have gotten that in. That happened in 2004. Too. Yeah. 
Well, we remember Steve yeah. Finley. I could definitely name you more Diamondbacks players from like that team than whoever's on the team now. I mean, I, I don't think I can name you a single one. Now. Steve Finley. Wow. He had three jacks in the game. Uh, we do have some games coming up uh, just uh, a little later on, Matt. What do we got we here? We do. Let's see if we've got some. Uh, in fact, one starts updated, in uh, updated four minutes. <laughs> one does start here in four minutes. Yeah. we got the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Kyle Gibson, Taylor Widener on the hill. If you want to go with Gibson and the Phillies as favorites, minus 155. You can get the Diamondbacks at plus 135 as underdogs. Marcus Stroman in the Mets, Logan Webb, and the Giants. Giants minus 155, plus 135 on Stroman. And the Mets as underdogs. Final game of the evening, 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific. Will Crow and the Pirates. David Price and the Dodgers. Minus 365 at DraftKings right now in favor of the Dodgers. <laughs> Plus 280 on Will Crow and the Pirates. I did not misspeak. That is exactly what the line is right now over at DraftKings. Do you think there's anyone in the Pirates <clears throat> that is aware of their betting line? Like you think it, someone has to someone be. Someone has to be like. Well, uh, Pennsylvania is a, is a legal betting market, so yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they're aware. I'm um, sure they're aware. I feel like it's it's more like insulting or like easier to grasp. Like when you're like if you're a basketball or football player, where it's like, yo, we're eight and a half point dogs tonight. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's yeah. more impactful than being like. Hey, like you're plus three twenty on the money line. Like, I, I, is it, like if there's somebody, some ball player that's like you're plus two eighty. The implied probability like, of that like, is. I feel, like, yeah. I feel like the we should be concerned about that baseball player if he's like what? Like we're plus two eighty. That's ridiculous. Right. Like if he knows that much his teammate, about the money his teammates line. are like I don't even know what that means, bro. Let right. me tell you what the implied probability of that is. We suck. That's what it means. You look at this Giants lineup and. It's, you know, pretty big favorites against the Mets, but it's, you know, Lamonte Wade, Tommy LaStella, outside of Buster Posey, who's having a fantastic season for sure. Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford's having a great season as well. Mm -hmm. Longoria, just coming back from injury. Mike Yastrzemski, and then Alex Dickerson. And you go over to the Mets side, and you say, like, okay, Brandon Nimmo, Pete Alonzo, Michael Conforto, J.D. Davis, Jonathan Villar, like all these like familiar names. Where it's like, it's, oh, by the way, they are big underdogs. Well, you see, this is the thing I've been saying to my, my buddy E, who was always like a, a Giants doubter. I'm like, I've been telling for like a couple years now about Yastrzemski and Dickerson and Solano and these guys. Like, these guys are really good, really good, but they get no juice nationally, none. But they are, at times, super clutch as well. Uh, Kelly, now that we know that... Uh, that Chris Bassett is conscious. Can I? Am I allowed to say the Chris Bassett point I was yeah, making absolutely. earlier? So. Now that we know that he's at least talking, uh, it occurred to me that as that the White Sox immediately scored three runs. All those three runs, insult to injury. All three of those runs charged Chris Bassett in that inning. So, like you talk about insult the, to injury, insult literally. to injury, literally, where it's like, yeah, you you got not only did you get hit in the head, and you know you could have been hurt. But then you, it was the situation, too, where it's like, oh, and by the way, your ERA now is going to get dinged, and you were a possibility for Cy Young just, a, just all the way around. We're just glad he's okay. But that was, a, that was also a thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by the NBA roster-level players that the Celtics have on the court. <laughs> now down nine Sacrament. to the Kings. Davion Mitchell doing his thing. Nine Going points off. to assist for the Kings' rook. Uh, 41 to 34 now. That's why you don't add it to the Bray Dead Parlay. Because you can't wrap your head around Summer League. And 
a little bit of, you know, look, we say this, a lot of this is, is, is information based this preseason stuff and whatever. So if you take this for what you will, we will, I mean, I won't be betting it. I assume we won't be betting it, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger is going to play on Saturday Hey, versus the Lions. So Ben Roethlisberger will get action, does not say how much, but uh, he's at least going to get out there and uh, sling it a little What do you think about teams like the Chargers, who just came out and said before the preseason, like, nobody's playing. Like, uh, Justin, Her- uh, Justin Herbert, not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Eckler, not playing. Like, just don't expect them to play. They came out today. Uh, Joe Burrow's not going to play at yeah. all. Uh, the, I mean, Sean McVay said a long time ago that Matthew Stafford was not going to take a single snap. Why hasn't this happened sooner? I, I Agree. Yeah. And, and yeah. this is why I think that they were loving the fact that the preseason got, got uh, lowered down to three games yeah. or whatever, because it's, look, it doesn't, they aren't playing these guys all that much anyway. It's just, it's just them sitting around the majority of the time as it is. The, he, one, the one I never understood was like the, like, and they do it in the week one, week two ones where it's like, they'll, they'll play two series, right? Like what is, what does that get a starter? I understand if you want right. to tell me that he's going to play a whole half and it's like, okay, before we get to the regular season, he's at least got a half a football under his belt where maybe he got hit a little bit. He can feel a little bit more comfortable in a game situation. I understand that. But if you're not doing that, then, then I'm with you. Like, just, just sit him out for the entirety thing. I don't I don't get how it helps a guy like, uh, uh, you know, some of these veteran quarterbacks that go in there for two series. It's like, okay, they, they can do that in their sleep, right? I mean... This is not exactly that, but did either of you watch the first episode of Hard Knocks with the Cowboys last oh, week? Oh, I did, and I'm, it's is the is the, ne- is the next one tonight. I think is so. Oh, is it tonight? Is did, it? did you like the first episode? I, I thought it was I thought it was one of the worst sort of starts to oh, Hard Knocks. That's not gonna make me want to watch anymore. Oh, I didn't I didn't know I didn't mind it. Maybe it's just because I'm just so I was just so jacked for football. For football, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I mean, it was I, but I was, I was like, it's not the greatest thing in the world. I'll give another shot tonight. Last year was the worst with the Chargers and the Rams, but no fault of theirs because it was obviously during the pandemic. Um, I'll look forward to, to uh, episode number two tonight. We'll come back. Week one starts. Three rookies, and let's throw in Jameis Winston for the heck of it. It's next, Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college guides. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Atlanta wins they beat the Marlins two to nothing to uh, maintain their edge no matter what happens the rest of the night here in uh, baseball in the National League East uh, so the Braves doing their thing right there and uh, it also it also begs the uh, the thought or it conjures up the thought that even with these major league baseball brain dead parlays, the notion that we were conservative and didn't include teams like Atlanta against Miami like still is bothersome, so you're never happy, right? right like, right. that is a reflection yeah. of the human condition. Oh, I should have done this, too. But Atlanta gets it done, two to nothing. So there you go. All right, we have this. Uh, we have these props. These are cool. DraftKings put these up. Will they start week one? And the caveat, the, got to read the fine print, must take first snap of the season. That is key because there have been instances in the history of the NFL where people have gotten a little wacky with the first snap of the season, like Ronnie Brown in the Wildcat, yeah. for instance, kind of thing, where the guy who ends up playing the rest of the game, you won't get credit for the bet. So just a little quirk. It's about the first snap of the season. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, you know, I, maybe I'm just a, I got a twisted mind, but I, you know, like this has really been a market only for like the last year or two. Kind of really want to see that happen at some well, point. Well, you know the, I mean? the Trey Lance thing like leaps off the page, right? Where like Kyle Shanahan said, oh, he'll be in packages. Would he be so bold as to do the first snap of the season though? But here they are, uh, Justin Fields of the Bears. Yes, 
that he will take the first snap of the season, plus 190. The no minus 250. Keep in mind, Matt Nagy has said that Andy Dalton will start the season. Mac Jones, Patriots, yes, plus 250. No minus 350. Those are also the numbers for Trey Lance of the Niners. Plus 250s on the yes. Minus 350, no. Those are the rookies. And then Jameis Winston, just for giggles, we'll throw him in. Those numbers get uh, reversed to a large degree, where the yes on Jameis Winston to start week one, first snap, minus 185, the no plus 140. They kind of look all right to me, Matt. What do you so, think? So just real quick, because this yeah. was like I was kind of going through these last night, and this is what jumped off the board was the the so Justin Fields like a week ago was like plus two fifty on the yes moved significantly. Mac Jones moved not as much though. I think he was around that number still. And then we had Adam Levitan on that was out last week. He, I mean, he bet that Trey Lance prop. For him to start week one, he bet it like plus 350. It was right around there about a week ago. So that was really, I was like, man, it takes, all it takes is one preseason game for people to see these guys on the field. None of them that necessarily played like amazingly well. And like those numbers get hit like that. So I think what's interesting, and Matt, like maybe, you know, jump in here with this, but some of these we talked about a couple months ago, it was like, there's more value on the no in this situation or more value on some of these experienced starters starting. I'm wondering if you still feel the I same mean, way. It depends on the size of your bankroll, obviously, but you only have to wait until week one for, right. for these. Mm-hmm. Like I would, if these were here, I would bet the no down the board on the first, on the rookies. So would I. And, and, and the yes on my money. Yeah. And the yeah. yes on Jan collect the money. I like, agree. I would do the same. Worst. I mean, worst case scenario, the only thing that happened would be is if, any of the guys ahead of these guys get 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 injured in the in the two weeks leading into the well, leading in and, that, and that's a possibility. That's right? a possibility. But also, if like if this is what we saw after week one, like well, if you wait till next week, like is it even you know are they even shorter prices? Like I mean, yeah. it's kind of wild to see the movement. You, you left the Ryan Fitzpatrick one off. Yes, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron, minus one thousand is that what he's at? Minus one thousand for him to. Take Ron Rivera, open quarterback competition. <laughs> I mean, if you really got the bankroll, yes, I guess. Yeah, we'll throw that one right. in there too. Yeah, that one's not. That one's not worth it. They have the who will take Denver Broncos first snap. Drew Lock minus one fifty. Teddy Bridgewater plus one twenty five. Oh, that's then, interesting. How do you feel about that one? So. I thought I read between the lines from what Vic Fangio said, and I thought he kind of said without saying that that Teddy Bridgewater was in the lead because he was talking about, you know, it's more than just physical skills out there, and, and it's more than just the ball release, you know, getting released out of the hand. Basically saying, like, yes, Drew Locke is more physically gifted, but it, Teddy Bridgewater's just smarter and, like, runs it, you know, like, whatever, it, it, without saying it, you know, but, like, it, I don't think he was – Saying that as as if like Teddy Bridgewater is the guy that's you know like so athletically gifted or something like that, but it it to me it, I kind of read between the lines of him saying like look Teddy Bridgewater knows the offense better probably is better in the huddle probably more respected in the huddle stuff like that because he was like saying there's more than just after the ball leaves the guy's hand that one's a tough that's a tough quarterback race right yeah, it because is. like you got to think about it. From, like, two perspectives, which we've kind of talked about on the show last week and this week a bit, where, like, okay, that's a team that's got weapons, but you need to figure out what you've got with Drew Locke, too, right? So, like... I guess how I would put it is when they acquired Teddy Bridgewater, if that day I had said to you, hey, on on August 17th, Aaron Rodgers did not come to Denver, Deshaun Watson has not come to Denver yet, that... 
Drew Locke is the favorite to be the starter at quarterback over Teddy Bridgewater, I probably would have been like, no way. That day where Teddy yeah, Bridgewater got yeah. acquired, I probably would have been incredulous about it. But now, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's tough to me. I don't even know. I don't know who I think should start in that situation. Like, the, there's part of me that thinks you should be starting Drew Locke, figure out what you got with, got with him there, because we kind of know what Teddy can do. But at that point, if he's playing bad, have you buried yourself in a hole in a in a very tough division that Teddy Bridgewater's ceiling is not going to be able to bring you out of, right? But if Teddy Teddy starts the season. And can he be good enough to keep you in it all the way? Through? I don't know. It's not a Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance thing like we were talking about last night where it's like, okay, you have these two easy games right. early. You should probably play Jimmy Garoppolo to bank these wins. Mm-hmm. Like, don't mess around, Niners. You're actually trying to win the Super Bowl. With the Broncos, it's like, I don't really know if I can answer the question. Like, who are they better off with? <laughs> right, I don't right. know. But it is at Giants, at Jaguars versus Jets to start. So you have three games. You, If you're the Broncos, you're thinking, we got we could be 3-0 and Mm-hmm. We can be. Period. How do we get to three and zero? Is it is it Teddy Bear, or is it the man who loves himself more than anybody on earth, Drew Locke? If uh, and and if you feel like you have a strong lean one way or the other, maybe go ahead and get this one in the account because uh, another one of the things that the Fangio said was that it's possible he would he could name a starter after the after this preseason game this weekend. So oh, interesting. What is it? So, Drew Locke's minus one fifty and Teddy's what? Plus one twenty five. Well, that, huh. I mean, that, I find that even more interesting then because those odds are very tight. But it sounds like he's already heavily leaning one way, right? I mean, if he's going to announce it after week two of the preseason, hmm. I think he's got an idea in mind of who he likes. I think it's one of those deals where, as a coach, internally, you want to start the guy that you feel is like the the veteran that like has the presence and the whatever. But then it's very hard to just deny the guy that is far, far, far more athletically gifted. I mean, like we know, we said this whenever this 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 started a month ago, and we were talking about this. Is we know that there's one guy that has upside, there's one guy that has a much much higher floor, and one guy whose floor is basically you know. I don't think Drew Locke's floor is maybe one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, but it's one it's a bottom third quarterback in the league, right? Like he I think it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world if we're sitting here talking about like, wow, I can't believe they started Drew Locke. That was a, that was a bad decision on their part, you know? Like that wouldn't surprise me if we're having that conversation. I really don't know which way he's gonna go. I have no idea. Yeah, me either. no clue. Me what a but bad she- situation to be in if you're a Broncos fan too, because you were teased with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing and Aaron Rodgers throw into Judy and Hamler and Sutton and Fant and oh man, that would have just been amazing. Yeah, that would have been fun. I mean, we've brought up Watson, Deshaun Watson before too, but man, I mean, there's another one on here. I mean, look again, we're we're convinced one way, and I guess we we can't say for sure, but the other one is who who will take the first snap for the Houston Texans. And and uh, Terod Taylor's at at minus five hundred, and again, like depending on the size of your bankroll, like. Uh, uh, barring injury, he, it's yeah. going to be him. So, like Davis Mills is not starting. Not that, starting. that one's interesting me. So, like Davis Mills, not going. He's not no. starting. So that that's Tyra Taylor. If Deshaun Watson was like ten to one, like I might few, throw a few bucks on it because like we still haven't heard anything. Do you feel like we're about to get a Deshaun Watson bomb here? But like, in the next I couple do of months? like that for a yeah. month and a half. Has to be. But, I mean, but the, the window is now so narrow. It has to be right. And that's what I would like to think that too. But that's what I'm saying. If it, the odds were high enough, I'd throw a few bucks on it because I'm blown away. We haven't heard anything oh, like that I, by I, now. I'm gonna tell you right now. I, him playing for the Texans is probably the least likely possibility of anything. 
If he doesn't want to play there, they don't want him to play there. That's not going to happen. Okay. But we're going to get some kind of Deshaun Watson news one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, you like. But I'm with. I mean, Matt, your your point though about betting, like going back to the original ones yeah. we have, I would totally. If we had this option here in Nevada, we don't. Mm-hmm. But for those who are lucky enough to have DraftKings in their jurisdiction, the nose on these guys. Listen, Justin Fields. We we talked about it. Week four against Detroit, probably the perfect landing spot. You do not want to play him against the Rams opening week. Mac Jones, as good as he looks, is Bill Belichick the kind of guy that's going to start Mac Jones week one, or is he still going to? You know, pay respect to, to Cam, at least at the outset, and let him mess up. Trey Lance, again, we talked about the Niners have easy games at the beginning of the season. You're trying to win the Super Bowl. You don't have right. to start They're Trey Lance week one. the only team on this list with true Super Bowl, yes. like actual, can make this happen. Right? Yes. Like, and these J- other three teams are not, but the 49ers could. And the Jameis Winston thing, I think he's starting, unless Sean Payton does that first yeah. snap of the game shenanigans. That's the, only, that's yeah. the, scar- right. that's the scariest that's the one about problem. that. Because what if they run the opening kickoff down to the 12-yard line? You know, and so it's like a Taysom Hill special, you know, or something like right. that. So what are you guys? So I think my favorite on here, and again, given bankroll, but it would be the no on Trey Lance. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, again, if you toss out that 80-yard touchdown pass, it wasn't all that great the other no. day. Boom, sticky, boom means we got to uh, boom, sticky, get our way out of here. Couldn't come up with anything better. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Thanks for watching. Uh, hope we said something to inform a bet or two. The nightcap. We shift over to Circa now. That's what we do at this hour. The nightcap with uh, Tim Murray and Sean King. Next, enjoy. All the best with all your uh, all the best of luck with all your bets. I should say from all of us at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.